uh, sort of Drooly, man, um, as a kid, growing up, like, in Compton, you know, Drooly was, like, in, right there in Watts. It was, like, not too far from my house. And I always used to go to the Drooly and watch. I always tell myself, I'm going to play in the Drooly one day. I'm going to play in the Drooly one day. I kept telling myself I'm playing the Drooly because I used to always see them NBA guys and, you know, I really wanted to play in the Drooly. So, playing in the Drooly was, like, uh, me speaking into existence kind of thing. Like, it, it kind of, like, Open my eyes up, like man, you can really speak things into existence. Welcome to the Need to Workout Streetball Podcast, where we tell you the stories of LA's underground players and trainers, hosted by Tyler and Kenny. We're sponsored by Brandon Bibbins, a former hooper who is now a photographer in the LA area. He specializes in weddings and big events, so if you are interested, check him out at his website, brandonbivens.com. All right, we got a guest in the house today, the 2018 Drew League Defensive Player of the Year and a reigning legacy Pro-Am MVP, Keith Smith in the building. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. You? Man, straight, man, straight, man. Uh, just to start off, I just want to give you, you know, a little bit of flowers. You one of my favorite players in the Drew. You feel me? I, I think everybody let the way you play. You feel me? Even like the announcer. That's why he gave you two nicknames. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? But just the way, like your tenacity on the court, um, and you real humble. Like a lot of dudes talk a lot of mess, but you, you just go about your business. Is like, who? is he quiet on the court? He quiet. Like he, he'll rip you like four or five times, and it's just like. <laughs> Bro, he have a straight face. I remember Casper one game was talking to you like crazy. Yeah. He was talking to you the whole game, and you was just straight face. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah man, you one of my favorite players in the uh, city. Uh, real inspiration. Probably the best ISO defender in the city. So, yeah. yeah. I appreciate that, man. Thanks yeah. a lot. So, we just going to get straight into it. Like, so, from growing up, like, what's your life story? Like, what part of the city did you grow up in? Like, uh, situation with your mom, you know, siblings, stuff like that. Just get into it for us. For sure. Uh, I'm from Compton, California. Um, I got uh, six siblings, um, uh, three uh, brothers, three sisters. Um, we grew up with my grandma. Uh, my mom and my dad was kind of like um, on drugs and stuff like that. So we was kind of in foster care. Mm. And um, um, we grew up with my grandma. So uh, at the age of like five or six, my grandma bought a basketball court for us. Me and my brothers, we would be in the backyard playing basketball and, um, you know, competing against each other, stuff like that. And um, we kind of like, I, well, I kind of like started loving the game of basketball. Mm -hmm. And um, at the age of nine, uh, I started playing uh, organized basketball. Uh, I played for this team called Slamming Jam and Carson. I heard of them. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, it was like an AAU team. Yeah. I think my cousin played for them. Yeah, yeah. It was an AAU team. And, um, uh, Slamming Jam, we used to go to uh, Vegas like every summer and playing like the Reebok Classic, Nike, the mm -hmm. Nike tournament, uh, sometimes in Adidas tournaments also. But um, around nine years old, when I started playing organized basketball, that's when I fell in love with the game of basketball. Okay. Um, so besides that, did you play like a Parks or YMCA, Boys and Girls Club by any chance? Uh, not really. Not really? No, not like really. 
It's crazy. Like when I jump, when I jumped in at nine years old playing with Slammer Jam, a yeah. lot of kids was already playing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It was already like adjusted to playing and stuff like that. But uh, me, I was just only playing in the backyards and stuff with my brother. Oh, you was training. You was yeah, getting so. in. Did you play like? I played for like the Y and. Sh- yeah. I think I uh I played for one AAU team. Yeah. Um, yeah, like coming up, it was like you either played Parson Rec at the Y or yeah, like Boys Parson and Girls Club. Yeah. Like so that was big. Like you know what I'm saying? Like um. I played at two YMCA's at the same time. Right, right. <laughs> like, and I played like at different parks, like Rita Waters. So yeah, but yeah, a lot of my friends they grew up playing at the YMCA. Yeah, and stuff that's like, that. like they had a late, little Laker, the Laker for sure, the Laker color jerseys. For yeah. sure. So it's crazy like that you didn't, but I mean that's that's interesting. Right, but right. But then it's like you from Compton too. Like, I mean, I know people from Compton, but it's kind of different. Like when we was little, we didn't go over there. Like right, right, right. At all. Yeah. Like no <laughs> parks. Like we go to Watts. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I seen Andre Miller hooping Watts, like, when I was young. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, Ted Watkins, we would play up there, but Compton, like, yeah. Nah, so it was like, right, a, right. That sounded about right. <laughs> it's a whole different, like, Long Beach, too. Like, you don't go to Long Beach, like. But yeah. we was in Carson all the time. Carson. Yeah. I wasn't in Carson. I was in Carson all the time. Yeah, so when I played for Slamming Jam, we used to practice at Carson High uh-huh. or, like, Norbon High School. So, yeah, I was familiar with Carson. I think Bola played for Slamming Jam. More than likely, that's a that's a real common name. I for sure heard of Slamming Jam. I'm sure y'all heard of Slamming Jam. Yeah, I, I, mean, I heard it for sure. Yeah. I just got you know, with LA, it's like so many Hoopers play for different AAU teams. Yeah, like, yeah. I probably played for three or four of myself. So mm-hmm. it's like the just everybody who play on the team, you just gotta ask them like, did you ever play? So I'm pretty sure like I know a lot of people that play for Slamming Jam. Everybody yeah. know each other. I played for Slamming Jam since I was like fourth grade, all the way to the eighth. That's dope. So that's yeah, dope. I played there for like at least five years. So. In middle school, you was you was playing, right? Yeah. Did you play for the school by any chance in middle school? Yeah, I played for the school. Yeah, I went what? to Willowbrook Middle School. Okay, where's that at again? That's on uh, that's on El Segundo in Wilmington. That's in Compton. Okay, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, how was y'all leagues like? Cause I went to a Catholic school, so our leagues was like dope. Yeah. That's why I went to a Catholic school for the league. Right, right, right. Our league was pretty competitive. A lot of guys it was in middle school, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of guys in middle school was pretty good. Around the city, so uh, it was pretty competitive, I would say. How many games did y'all have? We had like uh, about like six or seven different middle schools that we used to play against. So yeah. it was about like seven games. Y'all played in the gym or outside? Willowbrook had a gym. Okay. A lot of other schools didn't, so like oh, people would look forward to play, <laughs> people look forward to playing us at our school. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like Enterprise Middle School, they had a gym, and Roosevelt oh, had a nice. yeah, Roosevelt had a gym also. So it was only three schools in Compton that uh that had gyms. Other other than that, we'll be playing outside. That's whack. So how? <laughs> Go ahead. No, I, I just remember playing in middle school too. Yeah, I went to uh, Charles Drew. We had a gym, but I remember that's. Yeah, you was over there. Yeah, we was over there. <laughs> oh, you went to Charles Drew? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he tweaking. <laughs> what? I know we played some of these hood schools for yeah. sure. That's right. where the legacy is, though. Shout out to the legacy league. Yeah, that's right. where the legacy Definitely. is. But I would never went. Yeah. <laughs> no way, no how. Right. Right. But yeah, I went to a Catholic school, um, St. Eugene. It's like in Inglewood, um, Century, and Van Ness. Right. So all the schools in our league, we used to play at Sarah on mm-hmm. Saturdays. Mm-hmm. So we used to play Marina Regina. That's mm-hmm. like around the corner from here. That's on 135th. Right. Um, Transfiguration. It was a St. Anselm Ascension. But we used to all play at Sarah. Right. right? 
So, you know, Coach Hurt, rest in peace, he used uh-huh. to, like, get a good look at all of us. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. snatch up the best players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was kind of like a cheat code. We played flag football and basketball up there. We used to get everybody. Wow. So, that was, like, one of the biggest advantages Sarah had. They they could see all the talent since we were little. Right, right. I feel but, like. Yeah. That was pretty much middle school. So, going to high school, you went to um, Compton Centennial, Yeah, right? I went to Centennial, yep. And just, just talk about that. Um, what level did you come in on? Like as far as basketball, and okay, okay, up. for sure. Uh, so I was recruited by um, Centennial High School coach when I was in eighth grade. Mm. He came and watched me play, and uh, he recruited me and wanted me to play varsity as a freshman. So I was like, all right, bet. You know, I, Comp- Centennial was right down the street from my house. So I was already going to that school. So uh, once he recruited me, I was looking forward to. It. I'm like, you know, I'm about to play varsity as a freshman. So you know, that was something I was uh, excited about and. When I went to start playing uh, and practice, them dudes was already, like, big, strong. Mm-hmm. They was already 12th grade. You know, I'm in ninth grade. You know, I'm trying to adjust. And, uh, you know, I'm playing point guard, you know, trying to bring the ball up the court, get us in our offense and stuff like that. They would be ripping me. They would be, like, punking me and stuff like that. Uh, the coach was uh, Chris Francis. I don't know if you know Chris Francis. He coached in the Drew League. I probably know if I see him. Yeah, but uh, he was, like, a hard-nosed coach, bro. So he was, he was always hard on me. Coach Chris, like the tall skinny one? Tall skinny one, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I remember ball, Coach Chris. Ball head, yeah. He's a coach at ours, like King Drew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah that, that was my coach. coach. Yeah. yeah. So, coach Chris is so hard. So Coach yo. Chris was my coach. He recruited me so from middle school. Yeah. Was. So he was like hard, hard, hard on me. Hard on everybody. So he used to kick me out of practice like every day. I used to go home crying every day. Cause I was like, <laughs> how am I gonna how am I gonna do this? You know what I mean? Like how am I gonna I'm 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 trying to make it, you know what I mean? But it don't seem like I'm gonna be able to make it. But uh I ended up sticking it out that year. I didn't really play that much as a freshman, but I was still on the team. You was so, on VAR? Yeah, I was on VAR. Oh, you good. But what he did was he, he gave me the opportunity to play JV so I could get minutes, so I could at least play and stuff like that. And after the JV game, I'll end up going to the VAR, you know, sitting on the bench or whatever, suiting up for the VAR or whatever. But uh, it was a good experience. Like, uh, them doing all that stuff to me, I thought they was picking on me and being hard on me, but it actually made me a better player because, you, yeah. know, you know, as a kid, you'd be like, man, he's these dudes, they say they like me, but, you know, they, you know, doing this or whatever. But um, that actually made me better, bro. So mm-hmm. uh, that was my ninth grade year. Tenth uh, grade, I didn't really play that much either. I really played JV, but then I had the same transition with going to varsity. Mm-hmm. But 11th grade year, uh, that's when I started flourishing. 11th grade year, had a little experience. Uh, we actually went to the CIF championship against Sarah. We played against Sarah. Yeah. Uh, CJ, your boy yeah. CJ, Keith Schamberger, Von uh, Autry, yeah, yeah, all them dudes is on that team. Von went to middle school. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we played them in the CIF. Um, it was pretty cool to play at that level, you know, high school level. Mm-hmm. You you reaching the championship, CIF championship. So we played at uh, the Honda Center. Right. It was like a big stage, you know. As a, as a high school kid, I, I recommend anybody try to get to that level, play at the CIF level. And then uh, we end up going to state championship, playing against there again. And they beat us. So that's when they won it all. They won it all, right? Yeah. So uh, they had our number that year for yeah. some reason. They had was Keith playing too? Keith, yeah. Marquise, uh, Marquise Lee was on that yeah, team he was also. A hustler. Yeah. So he was coming off the bench. Yeah, getting hella rebounds. So they had a good start lineup, and he was coming yeah, off the bench. Was, Energizer, bro, you know what I mean? Because I went to Bishop, so they, you know, they was in our league. Yeah. They used to give us like, you know, tough games. Right. And then I'm like, dang, they all juniors. Right, right. So I'm like, next year when we graduate, yeah. and they won state. Right. And they won in football and basketball. Yeah, but Keith was my year. So yeah. that year, he was still a junior. He was still a junior. Yeah. So he was a sophomore playing against me. Yeah, exactly. And he was averaging like eight rebounds right, on the bench. Right, right, right. And they had, they had two footers. I think he had oh, yeah. uh, 
forgot what the dude's he name was. I forgot his name. Yeah, but they had two footers, so it was it was kind of tough to beat Kevin, those guys. Kevin Johnson, I think. Yeah, right. Yeah, he so, used to always be in there, but when he was playing, it was like he's a seven footer, bro. Right. <laughs> so uh, it was kind of hard to beat those guys. For some reason, they had our number that year. We couldn't beat them. So, yeah. But just playing at that level, though, uh, make it to the CIF, make mm-hmm. it to state as a junior, that was a great experience for me. Yeah. Um, just going back, like, I think playing against, like, older cats and more physical cats when you, like, in middle school or ninth grade, tenth grade, it's a mm-hmm. big, like, it's a big help. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, you feel, like, it humbles you. You be right. like, man, like, eh, I'm not that good. Like, yeah, right. I, I, <laughs> I, was, I, I looked at it differently. My perception was like, man, these dudes, uh, they don't like me or, right. like, you know, stuff like that. But actually, they was teaching me a lot. Yeah, you know that's... That's the biggest cheat code. Like, if it's any youngins out, out there watching, like, if you can yeah. play with people that's way better than you, yeah. like, I would suggest do that. Like, right. when I first started playing in the pro-ams, like, I thought I was nice. I was cool. Right. And then I went to the pro-ams. I'm like, yeah, it's a different speed, bro. Like, right. everybody's stronger. Everybody can windmill out here. Mm-hmm. And then I would go back to 24. I'd be killing them. Yeah, right, right. Like, so it's like, that's the cheat code playing against people that's stronger or just better than you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So as far as... High school, um, what kind of accolades you get? Um, yeah. Did you get stuff like that? Yeah, so 12, my 12th grade year, that's when I broke out, man. Uh, I had a average like 27 points. Uh, we went to <laughs> we went to the second round of the playoffs. We wasn't that good as my junior year because all the players left, but I was like the only one. So uh, I averaged 27 points. I had um, I was first team all CIF. Wow. My senior year. Uh, I was actually ranked on ESPN in the nation, a top 100 uh, ESPN. I was ranked with uh, Anthony Davis, Bradley Bill, Austin Rivers, uh, Michael Kill Gilchrist. All them guys was like number like you know one, two, yeah, three, yeah, yeah. you know. But uh, I was somewhere in top top 100 in that class. So um, and I had got nominated nominated to the um, to the All American. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't make it though because it was like all those other guys was there. You but know, uh, but... you know, then was my accolades that I that I did get yeah, that yeah. my 12th grade year. And so, what was, like, recruitment like um, for colleges? Yeah, recruitment was uh, actually tough because uh, I didn't have a grade. Mm. I was kind of, like, into a lot of stuff. I, had, I was, like, hanging around with the bad, you know, mm. bad crowd kind of, like, getting into stuff. So, um, I actually didn't have a grade. Like, my grades wasn't that good. So, mm. I actually had to go to a national JUCO. Mm. And which one did you go to? I went to a, a school in Texas called uh, Navarro College. I heard of that. I heard of that. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be mistaken. I forgot where Dennis Rodman went, but somebody went to Navarro College. That's like yeah, yeah, that. right, yeah. He went to a school in Texas also, yeah. but it wasn't Navarro College. Yeah, but yeah, right, but, uh, yeah. So that's a, I had to end up going to a National Juco because of that, because of my grades wasn't that good. It's crazy. I always thought you went to San Bernardino. I mean, I know you end up going there for uh, D two. Yeah, but um, I thought you went to the um, junior college out there. Uh, you know what? After my freshman year, oh, okay. I played in Navarro. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had uh, I had a good season that year, my freshman year in college. I didn't redshirt. I played. You know, I had a real good season. A lot of freshmen that was on that team had to redshirt because they wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. But you know, the coaches they they believed in my ability, so I played. I had a good I had a good year. Uh, but I had end up getting into some trouble. I had <laughs> I went to jail and uh, it end up you know kind of messing me up. So I ended up having to transfer after that year, and that's when I went to San Bernardino Community College, SBBC. That's crazy. I I never thought you was like this is. I've been knowing you for a minute now. Yeah. I, I never knew none of this. Like, yeah, right, right. I never see you like you don't 
You not a troll, man. You know, yeah. you, don't, yeah, yeah. you don't you don't give off that cool. vibe at all. Yeah, but yeah, I had a uh, growing up, man. Growing up in Compton, man, you got a lot of like distractions. You know what I mean? A lot of a lot of easier ways you could like go down the wrong path. You know yeah. what I mean? So hang around wrong kids, uh, wrong crowd, and stuff like that. You know, that was influenced to that, and you know, I end up taking risks and doing things like that. And you know, I kind of had like a habit of like being into stuff. So, so right, I'm glad I'm glad it all worked out though. Right, right. You know, a lot of cats, I mean, sometimes, some people get second chances and some people don't. Right, exactly. Some people, it's like that one time and it's over. Right, exactly. But I'm glad you know, you grew up out of it. And yeah. You're just my person, experience. Yeah, you know just my experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. It taught me a lot. So talk about um, San Bernardino Junior College. Yeah. Um, that's a crazy school. Like, yeah. They got a lot of hoopers. Yeah, definitely. Always in the top 10 yeah. uh, uh, California Junior Colleges. Right. So yeah. just talk about that a little bit. Okay, uh... San Bernardino Valley College, man, it was that was a great experience. I played alongside with Jerry Blakes. Jerry Cole. Yeah, Jerry was a high-level, talented player, bro. So uh, we ended up having a good year that year. We went all the way to the state championship that year mm-hmm. uh, when I played with Jerry uh, my sophomore year. We ended up losing. For some reason, I always get to the championship and I always lose. I don't know <laughs> I don't know why. Like, you know, uh, But uh, we ended up having a good year that year, played alongside with Jerry, learned a lot from him. Uh, I ended up being recruited by Washington State. I was about to commit to go to Washington State. Man. But what happened was I when I got in trouble at Navarro my freshman year, I owed that school like $2,000 in fines. So when they was recruiting me, they needed my official transcripts, which was $2,000. So the coach at Washington State was Ernie Kent. I don't know if you know Ernie Kent. He of coached at, yeah, he uh he coached at Oregon. Of course. But he was the head coach there at Washington State. He really wanted me. But uh I owed 2,000. So I for some reason, I, I couldn't get that money because it was like a big lump sum. I was asking around. I couldn't get 2000 to get my official transcript. So he needed wow. my transcripts immediately, and I couldn't get it. So he ended up taking the scholarship away. So I ended up having to go, wow. I ended up having to settle in to go to Cal State San Bernardino after that. That's a crazy story. I used to always wonder, like, Keith is nice. Why yeah. you didn't go D1? Right. Well, I, was, I mean, I was supposed to go D1, but... A lot of stuff, obstacles I went through in my life, kind of like, you know. That's crazy. That's a crazy story. Right. And on another note, shout out to Jerry, man. He is yeah. nice. Like That's my boy, G. He one of the most underrated players in the Drew. Yeah, exactly. Um, y'all out there that don't know him, uh, he's in a lot of the Rico Hines runs. Yeah. Um, people be calling him like Jimmy Butler. In yeah, that, uh, yeah. Comments. He, he do look he like do Jimmy Butler. He do favor him a little bit, but yeah, right. Jerry is nice. And he, he got even way better since, right, right. you know what I'm saying, since being young. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, junior college, like, you went to Santa Monica, right? Like, Santa Monica, yeah. Junior college is crazy, bro. Like, I think just California junior colleges in, in general, like, I know we all got crazy stories that we probably can't tell. Right. But, yeah, <laughs> man, it's just like, he went, you went there with AJ, right? AJ, yeah. AJ, yeah, like, AJ, AJ. Santa Monica was solid, bro. Like, they was solid, but they went San Bernardino. Yeah. Riverside, Antelope Valley, Mount Sac, them schools is the schools. Yeah, San Bernardino, man, we went to the state championship, man. That's that still haunts me to this day, man, because I felt like we should have won. Who'd y'all play? We played uh Santa Rosa. Wow, I they up wow. like they up north. I think they like by close to uh, San Francisco. So usually San Francisco or Fresno City, they always was, seem to get yeah. or maybe Diablo Valley. Yeah. But it's usually But the crazy part is when we we played Santa Rosa earlier that year and beat them by sixteen, so wow. when we went to the championship, we like we about to win. We for sure, but we already beat these dudes earlier in the year, so we were so confident. We didn't we didn't approach the game the way we needed to. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we just 
we just automatically thought we was going to win just because we beat them earlier in the year. Yeah. And they ended up coming out and destroying us, bro. So it was crazy, man. Where but was the game at? Was that Ventura? It was at Cerritos. Oh, y'all lost in the backyard? Man. Oh, y'all at home, bro. My, 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 my whole, whole family was there. My girl, my son. So it was just, oh, it was, God, it was bro. disappointing. It was disappointing, bro, to lose like that, man. So like I said, that's still, Rosa. that still comes, hunts me to this day, well, I man. I can see if it was San Francisco. Like San Francisco. They yeah, they was good. Like, yeah. And then Fresno City. Fresno City is like, they like the Kansas of their conference. Yeah. They win their conference every year. Yeah, they got a good coach. Yeah, well, they always had a, they have that good coach. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so that was junior college. Um, so you end up going to uh, Cal State San Bernardino. Cal State San Bernardino, yeah. So how was that? Who did you play with? Um, accolades, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, San Bernardino, Cal State San Bernardino was a good experience, man. Uh, I played with a guy named uh, Everett. He was a real good player. Uh, Osborne? No, not that. Not not sure, that ever. No, no. It's another guy. He from the IE, though. But, uh, yeah, San Bernardino was a good experience, though, man. Uh, I really enjoyed it because it was a university. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, the campus was big. You know, uh, got, I got that whole college experience when I went to that school. Uh, we had a, we was in a big arena. We played in a big arena. So, uh, I, got that, I got that college experience going to play there. Uh, I think I led the, the, the state in steals that year. I think you did too. <laughs> yeah, you. yeah. I led the state in steals, but uh, we had a good overall team, but we didn't even make it to the playoffs. It yeah. was it was like a lot of like ups and downs we had uh, that year because I played with Jerryon Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jerryon ended up getting in trouble, and that kind of like threw us off balance and a lot of stuff that uh, our expectations uh, didn't uh, meet up to what we did that year. So, I mean, it was a good experience, but you know, we didn't actually do that good. Yeah, San Bernardino known to have some Hoover. That's where Quam went. Yeah, Quam man. Yeah, he was an All American there. He got a bounce. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, San Bernardino is always solid. Um, how does like the D two playoff work? I I never knew that. Like, uh, how many teams make it? Do you know? You, you know what? I don't. Yeah, I don't I, know how it, how it works. I think you got to win like your your conference, and then you got to. It's like another like re, uh, regional. Mm-hmm. Tournament you got to go play in, and after you play in that, then that's how you make it to the playoffs or something like that. I, I yeah. think that's how it works. So, so what year did you graduate um, from there? 2016. Okay, so I'm trying to think back. Yeah. So basically, when I first start meeting you, yeah, 2017 yeah. JBL. Right, right. That's when you was on Young Legends. Uh-huh. Y'all had them ugly gray and green <laughs> uniforms. Right, right. Um, but yeah, that's when I first got. I was like, this cat right here. Cause y'all started off in that league five and zero. Oh, yeah, and right. y'all played Frank in them, mm-hmm. and that game was like a Sunday showdown. I remember the the gym was packed. Pat, I was yep. there for sure. Exactly. And it went to double overtime. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And then Big Five O, oh, I think he had a game winner to win it. Yeah. Did he miss it? Or? Nah, he we won that game. Okay, so he made the game. Yeah, he winner. made the game winner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a y'all was we played y'all the first game. Yeah. A team I was on, but I don't think you was there. Cause it was an early morning game. No, I, I did play. You did? Yeah, I played I was against killing. you. I, I played was killing against that you. game. Y'all lost though. Did we? Yeah. Of course, we were sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to you during the game. We were sticking each other. For real? Yeah, you remember? I had a good game, bro. <laughs> yeah, you did. Because yeah. <laughs> everybody on my team was, I ain't, some of them might be watching. They yeah, all right. Right, but, right, right. You feel me? But yeah, that's when I first met you, like the JBL. So like, talk about getting into the programs of LA and stuff like that. Uh, so 2017, um, playing in the JBL, uh, my coach L gave me the opportunity to play. That was actually my first time playing in any programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
you know, I played in that. You know, I felt like I I, I was deserving of playing that pro am. You know, obviously it was my first time, but um, I was ready. Uh, like I said, I did good. I felt like I played good. Uh, we had a good team, so it was kind of easy for me to adjust to that level. Uh, playing alongside all them good guys, and um, I think that year was cut short because of the Drew lead or something like that. Cause I think we played like six games, mm-hmm. and then we didn't play. And somehow they went to play, uh, like, playoffs or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. But I know that season was cut short because of the Drew League or whatnot. Because yeah. I know the Drew League kind of, like, yeah, interferes. Yeah, overlaps. the JBL. So that's, every year. Right, right. every year. Yeah, so, uh, so that was t- 2017, my first year playing in, uh, any pro And then 2018, that's when I uh, played in uh, the Legacy. That, I think that was, the, that was leg- the first year. That was the first year of the Legacy. Yeah. So uh, same coach, same team, uh, young legends. Uh um, the legacy league, it was kind of like a, a lead for me because I knew I was gonna play in the Drew League, right? So, so it was kind of a lead for me to like adjust and get ready for the Drew League. So, that year I did pretty good, but I was really looking forward to playing in that Drew League, yeah. So, I would say, like, uh, for those out there that's not in LA, the legacy is probably like the baby Drew League now, mm-hmm, yeah. The JBO used to be that, yeah. But it's like, um, once the legacy came out, and then they came in at uh, Charles Middle School. It was, like, super close to the Drew League. It's more local. The JBL used to be all the way at Hollywood, so right. naturally everybody That's, hated driving all the way out there. That like, was super far, man. If you're not in L.A., like, Hollywood is, like, where black people stay at is typically is is very far from Hollywood. Like, exactly. where all the black people stay at is. Yeah. So, like, we just hated going there every Saturday and Sunday. Like, and sometimes we get double headers and mm-hmm. like, bro, God, come out here twice? Yeah, Saturday like, and Sunday. Yeah, so the legacy came, and it's just like, it just immediately took over the JBL. Yeah, it was way way more convenient for everybody. <laughs> convenient. It's closer. Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, then you, you went to the Drew League, yeah. man. So, that's basically, that was your first season of Drew, man. My first season of Drew, 2018. Yeah, so talk about, the, the, talk about that, man. Yes, sir. Uh, so, the Drew League, man, um, as a kid, growing up, like in Compton, you know, Drew Lee was like and right there in Watts. It was like not too far from my house. And I always used to go to the Drew Lee and watch. I always tell myself, I'm gonna play in the Drew Lee one day. I'm mm-hmm. gonna play in the Drew Lee one day. I kept telling myself I'm playing the Drew Lee. Cause I used to always see them NBA guys and you know, I really wanted to play in the Drew Lee. So playing in the Drew Lee was like um me speaking into existence kind of thing. Like right. it, it kinda like Open my eyes up, like man, you can really speak things into existence. Mm-hmm. So when I played in the Drew League, I was like, man, I was excited. Like first year in the Drew League, I'm gonna better play against NBA guys, you know, high level talented overseas guys. Like you know, I'm gonna really like try to show out. Like you know, I feel mm-hmm. like I, you know, feel like I deserve to be playing at this level. So uh, Drew League, you know, was great my first year. Uh, just playing against those high level guys kind of actually helped my game. I learned mm-hmm. a lot from those guys. Just playing and sticking those guys. Um, like I said, um, winning, uh, winning the defensive player of the year was kind of like a testament to uh, my my hard work, you know, my hard work on and off the court. You know, playing against those guys kind of brought the best out of me, and like uh, it was just it was just a great experience overall. So so basically that year he won defensive player of the year, and mm-hmm. his coach won coach of the year. Right. So they and that was their first year as a team in the Drew League. Yeah. So they came into the scene and it was just like. Man, they just they kind of took over y'all, and they didn't have no pros. Right. So they, did the team go far? In, uh, yeah, we went far in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. We, we went uh the first we won the first game, it's round one. We went all the way to round two. Okay. So yeah, I think it's only what four rounds, right? So yeah, yeah so that was pretty far. Weekend. That was pretty far for me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's good for your first year. Yeah, right. So, 
But getting out the first weekend is hard, though. But, yeah, yeah that's pretty good. So, yeah, um, Drew Lee was great, man. I, it was just it was, – that was a big accomplishment for me, man, to, to play in the Drew Lee for my first year, win defensive player of the year, go as hard as I, as I could, and uh, – and be awarded when Kobe Bryant was there. He yeah. gave me the award with my son oh, there. So that was a That's big, dope. yeah, that was a big, that was a big accomplishment for me, man. So I'm gonna always remember that year. Yeah, as far as that day in particular, like I've been a part of Julie for like three years now. That was probably my favorite day, bro. Right. Yeah. Like Definitely. Kobe was there. I think Scotty Pippen was Scottie there. Scotty Pippen. Yep. Um, Kobe's daughter was there. Yeah. Yep. Peace. But yep. um, Pascal was there too. Yeah. Yep. He came through. Yeah. That yeah was I dope. remember that, that day dope. so vividly, bro. Like you had on the soccer jersey. Yeah. Frank got uh, MVP, yeah. and then your coach got uh, L got Coach of the Year. Right. So that was a redemption versus Nationwide. Yeah. Right. Man, that was a that was a crazy game, man. Like yeah, it went down to the wire. Gibbs, great championship game. Like Gibbs is you gotta check Gibbs out. Gibbs. Is, yeah. I think he was on the Celtics final roster that yeah, year. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he had a crazy number like sixty or something. Yeah. But yeah, Gibbs, and then everybody else on their team was like six five or, or taller. Right. Yeah, big CJ. Yeah, they had was, somebody was, that played for the uh, Nigeria national team. Yeah, they was real good. And then nationwide had Katino Mobley. Yeah, and you remember Katino? Kobe was talking yeah, throughout the game. Yeah, yeah, they had uh, M. Will on that team. M. Will. Yeah, I think he led the nation to assist when he was in college at UConn. Yeah, um, they had AJ. They had my cousin Trey. Yeah, uh, that was that was good, man. They, they had a squad, but Big Baby didn't show up. Right. I thought they would have won a Big Baby didn't show up. I yeah, think he I, went to the Big Three the yeah, night before. Yeah, I they, think so. Yeah, he was too tired to yeah. come. If he would have came, yeah, because he was he fouled everybody out, bro. Big baby <laughs> just, but yeah, that was an amazing day. Pascal came in. Pascal sat in the front with us because you know he real cool with pops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He went to New Mexico State, and that's where Gibbs went. Right. So he's just in the front, like going crazy for Gibbs, and it's like, bro, this dude is in the NBA, and he's just like a fan now. Like mm-hmm. that was hella cool. Right. Right. And then the next year, NBA champion. Yeah. <laughs> like right. it's like that's dope. And it, that day it was like. Not too many people really recognized him. Like, it was a few yeah, people. Yeah, I feel like nobody would have recognized him too much. Not yeah, it was a few people, but it was like, he really just walked in, and it was like, the next year when he yeah. came to the Drew uh, NBA <laughs> champion, Yeah, everybody knew him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, pictures, everybody on him, everybody, people asking for autographs. So, like, that day, it was just like a real special day. Like, now that, you know, Kobe and his daughter not with us no more, mm-hmm. like, just that's for him to be there, like, that's always going to be a special, for me at least. Yeah, you that's know, something you definitely going to remember, man. And then you took the picture. Yeah. You know, that was a dope day. You yeah. Know, like, for real, for real. So, going from there, we got into 2019, you was in the MVP race. Right. I feel like you took a you took another step. And, like, we trained together, you feel me, like, right. at the beach. And I will always tell you, like, man, it's, it's another step you could go to. It's like, it might not be numbers. Like, your numbers might not increase. But, yeah. like, the way you play, like, just your basketball feel right, right. will go up. And I feel like last year, 2019, like, I feel like you just went to the next level. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, just have just having that one-year experience under my belt, it taught me a lot. Um, you know, you motivated me, telling me things like that mm-hmm. helped me a lot, too. Uh, just uh, the game actually slowed down. It slowed down for me. I was able to think, you know, observe certain situations and certain um, actions and things like that. So I think that's what really helped me out a lot, man. Mm-hmm. Things, little things like that. The game slowing down and me, you know, working, you know, being in the gym, going as hard as I do, you know, it just all translated to the game. And did you get your second nickname the first year or the second year? Uh, The, the second year. So this is crazy, bro. Like, nickname. 
His nickname is on on defense is Roadrunner. No, 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 no. Bulletproof is on defense. defense. Yeah. And then offense is Roadrunner. Right, yeah. So it's like, it's crazy because we talked about this a gang of times too. It's like, it's people that have been in Drew League for years, bro. Don't got no nickname. His first year, he got two nicknames. Yeah. It's like, bro, like, that's That's just what you know how hard he's going. Yeah, when you stand out, man. So that's, I mean, that's my biggest thing, man. I'm just trying to stand out, man. Yeah, so you was in the MVP race, unfortunately, got hurt. Yeah. You know, I, that kind of derailed yeah. everything. Yeah, exactly. But it was you, Ski, Frank Nitty, and then of course Gibbs. Gibbs ended up winning it. Yeah. But you was you was in the MVP race, man. Yeah, right, right. You had a crazy game winner. Right. Yeah, that was you know dope, I mean? man. That was a dope. You know what I'm saying? That's something I'll never forget either, man. Because uh, I think that was my first ever game winner. For real? Yeah, that was my first ever game winner. Plus, it was against Casper Ware. I, I know. So, so it was like that meant a lot beating Casper. Yeah. Like that. So you know that was big time for me. I still, I still regret that because I left. Yeah, I remember you left like at halftime, right? <laughs> I left at halftime, man. Yeah. So, like, me personally, like, I'll be at the Drew all day. like, And the Drew go from, like, 11 to, what, 6? Yeah. And it's Saturday and Sunday and sometimes Friday night. Yeah. So, I'll be at the Drew all day. So, it's like, sometimes I'll be like, man, I'm ready to go home. Mm-hmm. I think our game probably was, like, at 11 that day. And that game probably was at, like, 3.30. Yeah. So it was like, like a man, prime time game. And you know them King Drew yeah. bitches. Yeah. Like, you sitting on them, like, you be like, I'm ready to go, bro. Like, yeah. So, I seen, I seen the game. I was like, I'm like, they going to win for sure. So, I was like, I'm going to just get up out of here. By the time I get to the house, I see the game winner. I'm yeah. like, I see everybody rushing rush the court. Yeah. That was like, dope, bro. though, man. <laughs> and I'm usually the one, like, yelling from yeah. the sideline, like, keep going. You know what I'm saying? Go up. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, that was a crazy year. So y'all ended up playing uh, one of Pop's teams, one of our teams in yeah. playoffs. Right, right. And we was uh, banged up, man. I was, was still hurt. Up. I was still hurt. Keith was hurt. Keith was hurt. Uh, our big man Mike was hurt. So right. yeah, it was we was banged up, man. But we still wanted to try to still win it all, man. But uh, it was kind of yeah. tough being banged up, though. That was that was. A, I knew it was gonna be like a wire to wire game because the Panthers. Y'all always play hard. They play hard, yeah. bro. Like every game that season was within eight points for us. Yeah. Like, except one, which was MHP, who won the championship. They right. blew us out because they got so much firepower. But Other than that, yeah, y'all was pretty much having close game, games. The first game y'all played us on Friday night, y'all beat us by five. I think it was 60-55. So, mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be a close game. And we ended up pulling it out, man. Yeah, it was tough. It came down like, uh, y'all won by two. We yeah, ended up having was, a chance to tie it up at the yeah, end. Yeah, it so. was tough. It was a tough game. And the thing about y'all, y'all always have, like, so many good, solid players. Y'all kind of like the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah. It's like y'all got a bunch of guys that's all good. And I remember that game, Josh got it going. Yeah, Josh. Yeah, like, Josh was. Josh was rolling was that like, game. Is he going to stay in? Is he going to ride him? That was the situation. Yeah, so I feel like he, I feel like L should have rolled on that game, man. Me too, but it was like you, the two keys, like, y'all. So it was tough. Like, And that's the thing when you have so much talent. Yeah. It's like, man. Kind of hard. Who who plays yeah. versus the Panthers. It's like, you know we'll be in the game. Yeah. Two Gomez's. Right. T.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You feel me? And, and you know, a couple other guys. So, yeah, we end up playing the next day, tricked off the next game. Yeah. Y'all play Franklin, right? Man, we tricked off. Y'all went to game. overtime, right? Your boy hit he he hit the tap in and sent it to overtime. Oh, Jay Hen, huh? <laughs> yeah, bro. All we had to do was box out and we would have won again. Right, yeah, I see. And we that. go to the second weekend. Mm-hmm. Like I we ain't that. never been. Well, I ain't never been it's there. The second weekend, right? Yeah, so they end up going, and then Frank didn't come the next weekend. Oh yeah, he had to go to the big three. I'm like, we could have been in that game, but right. you know, the whole gym wanted us to lose. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, is there any questions you want to ask him by any chance? Not, uh, how did his 
the dynamic change once the the leaguers start coming, like the NBA players start coming towards the end of the season. Yeah. Oh, that it definitely changed. It like definitely changed. Those other teams. It's, yeah, it's big time because you know them guys they could you know score at will. You know what I mean? So, uh, and then a lot of guys that was playing not playing anymore. You know what I mean? Because right. the, the NBA guys you play. <laughs> just just get on the bench. So yeah, it's, it, the dynamic definitely changed, man. It's big time. It's like, man, it's like a whole nother level in the gym. You just the whole, feel the level of yeah. the bass. You feel the intensity, definitely. You like, feel it. I would say like a Drew League game is probably like, a regular Drew League game is probably equivalent to like a lower level to mid-level D1 game. Yeah. But once the pros start coming, it's like probably G- like a G, G League, League game, yeah. G League type uh, level game. And everybody yeah. play harder? Or they... Uh, I mean, ball. the regular cats like us, we play harder because you got to. Because yeah. the league, the right. league do a drop forty on you yeah, at each. Yeah. It's really feel like that easy for them. Demar the come man. up there, bro. It looks, it looks that easy. Demar look like he just going through the motion, barely sweating. And he's he gonna get thirty. Right. Easy. Jordan Jeez. Clarkson, yeah. Like, and then the regular guys, they trying to make a name. So like dudes like G Money, yeah. They trying to go G Money, go get forty. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fifty. You know what I'm against so, a pro too. Against a pro. Like mm-hmm. so, it's it's a it's a whole different level. But he right, like you remember the cat from MHP, the shooter. Um, yeah, he got a nickname too. Yeah, yeah. Bro, once the pros come in, he don't get no, no minutes. Burn, yeah, but uh, he would be scoring like before they come, he would be getting 20, 30, 20, 30. and he has a nickname in the Drew League too. Yeah, once, that's, that's the good part about our team. We don't got no pros, so we don't got to worry about so that. He good, but him, I forget his name, but he he probably the best shooter in the Drew League. Him yeah. and the Golden Gun from um. No snacks. They probably the two best, and Casper, of course. Yeah. But yeah, they that dude. I think they call him Sicario <laughs> or something. Yeah, the dude I'm talking about from MHP. Right, right. I know you talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. He a Latino dude. I yeah. think got a lot of tattoos, but he don't get no minutes once the pros come, and he's yeah. good. Right. Like so. Yeah. Um. I just got a couple more questions before we get up out of here. My first. What's your favorite basketball shoe? Oh, that's easy. You have one. That's easy, man. Uh, the Jordan Elevens. Uh, you know. Jordan 11th, uh, but I got a couple more though. Uh, the Jordan nines and the Jordan tens. My homie, my uh, the photographer we worked with, his, he led a nine. Yeah, the nine. So the reason why I like those shoes is because um, they got they got good stability. They feel good. Uh, they got good ankle support. Yeah, and they look good. So you can't you can't go wrong with that. You know what they say. Look good, play good. So yeah, most you know. Good, so if you have a bad game, you have a bad game. You still look good. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I look at it. Um, next question is: Who's the toughest player, or some of the toughest players you ever played against? Uh man. Uh, I would say the two guys that stick out to me the most is uh, Castro Ware and Jonathan Gibson. Yeah. Gibson, so uh, them them two guys, man. College. Oh, he went to Long Beach. Oh, so he, you know, Casper, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, for real. Oh yeah, Casper, man. He's on a he's on a whole nother level, man. But uh, uh, them two guys stick out to me the most because like they just was like ultimate pros. Like while I'm planting, sticking them, and guarding them, I'm observing them. I'm look, looking at everything they do. Everything about them screams professional. Mm-hmm. Like they know they don't get rattled. Uh, they don't get sped up. Like uh, if I'm denying them. They gonna get to their spots, like you know. They gonna get the ball, you know. They do little, they do little things to you to where they can automatically still get the ball or whatever. But uh, them them guys are just ultimate uh ultimate competitors and ultimate pros. So them yeah. two guys stick out to me the most, man. Them, Gibbs don't miss, bro. Yeah, like literally. <laughs> like, the reason why I don't like sticking Gibbs is because he quick and fast, just like me. And he moves, man. And it's like 
it's like I'm basically playing against myself. And he only need a little window to get out his shot off. And yeah. once it is off, it's going in. Yeah, man. And so. then Casper, his volume is like. Yes. Yeah, both of them guys' volume. Like, <laughs> like you got to pick them guys up. 94. You got to because if they come across half court, they end up they, they end up shooting it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, and they, they might make it. So it's yeah. like, you can't get that up, man. So yeah, them so guys is tough, man. Giz and Casper, they they, they tough. They bro. on a whole different level, man. Yeah. Um. And my final question would be, what's the best game you ever had? Any level? Uh, Best game I ever had? Uh, Maybe maybe the one in the Legacy League when I had 45 and I had a triple-double. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, what was it? 40, 20? It was something stupid. It was like 45, 12, <laughs> 13. Stupid, 45, 12, 13, and 5. I'm like, bro, like, I literally went to your game the next week. I'm like, this can't be. I thought the yeah. legacy was like inflating stats at one point. Because I'm like, <laughs> dudes was getting 50. Yeah. I'm like, and then you came with that line. I'm like. No, re- on, really, I think the reason why I was able to get those stats is because I played the whole game. Yeah. So, like, I think we only had five players that game. So, I had to play the whole game. So, you know me, I'm, you know, I can score, I can rebound, I can play defense, I can pass, you know what I mean? So, I'm able to, you know, yeah. do all those things with all that time I had, you know what I mean? Because I had to play the whole game. So, uh, I feel like that's the reason why I was able to get those kind of stats. Yeah, man, that was a, yeah, I for sure start going to more of your games yeah. after that. Yeah, that but was big time. That was big time game right there. Even the first game this year, you had like probably 20 and 8. Yeah. Yeah, so you... You, yeah, no, the first the, the Legacy League, this I had year. like 29, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah, 29, 8, 4, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would have got a of the week, but uh, what's his name, Hezzy. Yeah, he, Hezzy, he had he, like 40 man, or something like that. He was on the tear that weekend. I yeah, see him yeah. at another league, he had 40. Yeah, and I was just getting my feet wet, man, so yeah. I was like, man, I was looking forward to it. Then after that, the season yeah. got canceled. Yeah, man, so. So, yeah, it was tough, yeah. man. Yeah, we appreciate you coming through, man. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Thanks honor. for having me, man. It's been an honor. Like I said, one of my favorite guards in the city. Yeah, um, appreciate it. Y'all that's listening, go ahead and subscribe. Leave a comment. Do what you got to do. Help us out, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, man. We'll be back next week or next time. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. All right.